Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Sacred Books of Britney Spears. My name is Aaron, and I am joined with my friends, John Wayne. Oh, hello. And we have a guest today, Aaron Garcia, making a return appearance. I'm surprised you had me back, but uh, glad to be here. <laughs> well, you know, we, we really enjoyed your insight um, the last time you were on, and we thought, well... We uh, we're down a we're down a host, so let's uh, let's find what we can. We were actually surprised you you came back. Why 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 is that? <laughs> well, I guess because after the last time you were here, you kept talking about all the NDAs and stuff, and you know, I just was worried that maybe we might have offended you or something. No, well, no, I mean, I had a lot of lawyers reach out to me after the episode. Um, yeah. So this is just kind of a way to needle them. Right. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of that, hey, John Wayne, how's the book coming? I mean, you know, a page or so a here month? and there. Yeah. What are you at? Seven pages? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Okay. Hey, so it's a it's a process. Right. I don't. I don't. You know, I have to be in the moment. Don't push okay. me. No, I was just curious because I'm excited for it. It feels. I feel like everybody during these quarantine times needs to find, um, you know, pick up something to do. You know, for me, it's this podcast, although now I've been able to sort of start reaching out to more people and we're starting, we're still doing those online services, but that must be cool to have something to do besides just the, you know, the day-to-day work of working in the library and, you know, your relationship. I guess so. I mean, everyone kind of has a hobby, I think. Most people do. Yeah. Either that or you just watch you watch shows, reruns. Right. But yeah, I when, mean, uh, I usually have to get drunk. Like, there's a small window between, like, being drunk and, like, tipsy where I like uh, to write. Like, the creative, just, the creative stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, unfortunately, I, I tend to be drunk faster than I get anything written. Right. Got it. Yeah. Might I suggest okay. uh, recording your thoughts down on a microphone or like a recording and then transcribe it later? Yeah, that sounds like extra work. No, right. I know. I, and I'm sure your time is filled in the library. It is. It is. Sorting. It, well. Reading. Throwing books. Yeah, well, transcribing. Place. I have to transcribe. That takes right. up most of my time. Yeah. Um, You know, actually... There's something that's kind of on my mind, and I kind of wanted to talk to you guys about Uh-oh. it and get, get your thoughts. Okay. So, I know I've – John Wayne, do you remember when I called you upset about a relationship problem that I was having? Yeah. Months ago? Well, I have an yes. update. Uh-oh. So, I'm going to fill everybody in. There was someone who I have been – seeing off and on for a very long time uh 10 years ish we've just been sort of you know hanging out sometimes if one of us was dating someone it might not be sexual but then other times it might be but the problem was is that he didn't live in the state and so it was never going to be a you know relationship um plus that wasn't really our vibe nevertheless I get a text message randomly from his phone number and let me guess you up. (laughs) (laughs) W Y D question mark. (laughs) Um, no, but that wouldn't have surprised me. He, um, it was a text message from that phone number saying that, and by the way, for everyone, you know, I don't want to give away the lead, but the, I'm the only reason I'm laughing is for a reason. So I get a text message and it says, hey, this is, um, let's just call this guy um, Justin. Okay. Yeah. So this is a friend of Justin's and I just wanted to let you know that he died over the weekend. Oh, this is a turn. Oh. And... Uh, we're having a reception and 
if you wanted to partake, you can. Now, I was sort of stunned because, I don't know, it, I had just known this person for such a long time, and it just sort of came out of nowhere. Now, here's where the laughing is okay. All of a sudden, in my Instagram feed, because you know Instagram is still around, um, in my Instagram feed, I start seeing pictures of um oh no that's not what it was it was because um you know how on instagram if you go to the explore page and you search for someone well if you go back and search again it will show you your recent searches yeah mm-hmm. so i don't know yeah, i just said <laughs> okay well we're gonna pin, put a pin on that um so i searched i searched his name you know just i don't know i just did it and sure enough it came up and it came up that he was in a relationship, which is not surprising in and of itself. I mean, we, you know, that happened occasionally. And not only that, but he was alive. And he and his partner are living happily and they've moved out of the state. And I don't know what to make of it. I mean, obviously I'm done, but I don't think I've ever experienced And maybe any viewers could write in and let me know if they've experienced someone texting them, pretending there's someone else to say that they're dead, but then going on and living their life. No, he really is alive. So the twist, he actually wasn't dead. Yeah, he's alive. What? He and his his partner are like living their best life. What the fuck? I have, I'm thinking like seven different things right now. Well... The first one being, it's obviously a ruse. It's somebody just trying to test the strength of the relationship, you know? Mm -hmm. I've heard about some of these people. Uh, (laughs) Or it's the complete opposite. Like, they just want to shut the door completely, you know? Even if they know, even if they know that you could check them out online, it's a strong move that's like, it's not going to go anywhere. Either way, it's very shitty behavior. Justin is dead. Don't ever contact him. He might as well be at this point. Yeah, and it was... No, exactly. And and here's the weird thing. So I had called John Wayne, and I was very upset. You know, and for three or four days, it was just... Because I was just used to getting those, hey, are you up? Text messages every so often. Oh, I know know what it was. Okay. It was his partner. No, I suspect it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a jealous uh, partner. Right. Because the... um, Oh, I probably should have said this. Uh The name of the person, the name of the friend... is also Justin. Justin, too. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Justin, Justin. It's also Justin. And then on his Instagram, his partner's name is... Happens to be Justin. And so it was just like, clearly, this is the partner texting going through his phone. Now, I don't know if this was a situation where, I mean, it just seems strange to pretend that you're dead versus, hey, you know, I think we, it's not like it's, here's the thing. It's not like we were even doing anything. I mean, if he never texted me again, it would have been weird, but like we went through long stretches of time where we might not talk because he lived out of state and, you know. Well, hold up. Wait, yeah. so when they text, when Justin, whoever uh-huh. this the original Justin was, texts you saying, hey, Justin's dead. Do you want to come to the reception? Did you did you actually respond to that saying like, yeah, I do? Actually, that's no. what you should have done in hindsight. Yeah. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I'm know. on my way. <laughs> Tell me where to go. You know what? I didn't, but only because I felt like stunned yeah no I, yeah. I i get it i understand you um, know and and here's the other thing too that weekend i was very emotional because i'm picturing i'm never going to talk to this person again i'm never going to talk to justin again it's going to be this really i don't know i just it was it shocked me you were never but then to... it wasn't as shocking as discovering that he was still alive you know that was shocking sure but i guess like the the do, the job was done 
They sent the text, Justin's dead, do you want to come to the reception? And no response, which just meant you didn't care. And either yeah. Justin or Justin were like six. I guess other Justin would be sad. But Boyfriend what would, Justin would be a, like, okay, doesn't care. Yeah. What would they think? What would have happened though if I had said yes? I will come to the reception. Well, I, I think it would have been a trap. You would have been met in a dark room with the boyfriend. Who, <laughs> you uh, walk into the house to lay it down very explicitly that you are not to have any contact with this person. Uh, you sound like you're coming from a place of experience. Is this something you've had? You've ever been hired to do? I've I've experienced, I've been on the other side of like jealousy where people have been taking out their frustrations out on me with a friendship that I had with somebody else. And you kind of start to go like, oh, I can't really change this situation. Uh, it's just, that actually, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say that actually just made me remember a dream I had last night (laughs) in my dream I (laughs) I was encountering all my friends from high school and no one liked me and I was so upset that I like confronted them all at like a reunion or a party and I'm like so I'm the bad like I remember the line so I'm the bad guy (laughs) (laughs) so nobody like so no one likes me. No one wants to tell me. What's up? Why? Yeah. What did I do? And then I'm like crying and everyone's like trying to be nice. Like, well, you were like, you didn't do this or you didn't do that. And I was just like, this is bullshit. And just people being real upset and being really jealous that no one liked me. That sounds like, uh, I don't know, like you were a villain in a movie who becomes self-aware. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm the bad guy. Yeah, right, right. So I'm not the hero? Oh, shit. John, you have a bomb in your hand. Yeah, so what? You all tell you love me or you die. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it weird? What do you think? Okay, so that was your dream. Yeah. What do you, I think you and I have had conversations about lucid dreaming, or is that what it's called? Yeah. Where, where you can, you can kind of control where you the can narrative. control your yeah. dream. Yeah. But that's, um, that's becoming aware that you're actually dreaming. Okay. What do you think your dream meant? That dream? Yeah. He realized he was the bad guy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> on a personal level, I, I think it means probably something about, uh, probably has something to do with not being in touch with old friends and not having as mm. many friends as I used to. Probably something along those lines. Yeah, that makes sense. Especially now, as quarantine has um, kept going and going. And you see all these posts about people like, oh, I miss all the friendships. And there's all these like parties that people have where they're reconnecting. And I'm realizing, oh, I don't have that many people to reconnect with. Maybe I never did. And that's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) You know, good point. Aaron. How are you doing? What are what's going on? What's been going on since the last time we spoke? Well, uh, we can get to that. I just had a couple more questions about this situation because <laughs> yeah. I, if we're going down this road of it is the the boyfriend, you know, or the partner, uh, how does he know about you? I'm like, it's that's well. So I mean, I, I want to know what you're in his phone as you know is it like aaron eggplant or is it just aaron in aaron eggplant what this came from justin's phone though the the right or the boyfriend justin so justin the new boyfriend texted me from justin my friend's phone number that's what yeah i mean that's what we're assuming i have no idea wasn't og justin right okay yeah og justin I have no idea what OG Justin has me in his phone ass. Mm. Now, if new Justin just scrolled up through the text messages, I mean, that's what I, that was my next question. Uh, okay. Uh, cut that out. Um, (laughs) yeah, it's our text. Now here's the thing. I'm not one for like sexy talk. I'm not one for like, 
graphic text message because why bother just feels like it's a waste of time for me to get all sexy in the text messages telling you what i'm gonna do when we see each other versus just like yo are you around cool what time can you be at my place you know it just feels dumb however og justin yes was very much so into the explaining what he was looking forward to oh fine but you know yeah I never understood sexting. Me neither. Sex talk over the phone is different because that's kind of like, I think it's like a, it can kind of be an ASMR type thing. Mm -hmm. But hearing someone talk sexy is a little different. Have you guys ever, did you guys ever call a 1-800 number? No. (laughs) Yeah. You did? Twice. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Me and my friends, we did it when we were younger we found a way to call from like a subway. Like there's a truck stop and the subway booths had like these little phones that you could call collect or something. We found a way to call them from those phones. Wow. Yeah. Mine was worse. I, um, this is when I was young, I was probably 14 or 15. And so for Christmas I had gotten my own phone line because I was always on the phone. I was just starting to come to terms with the fact that I was gay, but I didn't understand what that really meant. And I found a number in some website saying, Hey, do you want to, you know, do you Mm want to talk whatever very sexy talk? And I said, sure. So I called the number and first off it was awful. It was so embarrassing. The guy had a very strange accent that I did not recognize. And I don't know how long we talked, I mean, for a while. I mean, I know my dad was pissed because oh, sure. the phone bill was like oh, yeah. hundreds of dollars. Oh. You know? Yeah. It was embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Aaron, what have you been up to? Well, I got back from the, the desert of Utah, uh, another unsuccessful uh, bounty hunt, and I've just been back. Uh, cleaning the apartment and getting things ready for the next, uh, phase. The next, oh, what's the next, what's the next phase? Planning on what the next phase will be. (laughs) Wait, so are you going through, you're just going through a period of what uncertainty? Yeah. Uh, I mean, bounty hunting is fine, but it's just not very, uh, predictable and starting to think now is this, is this what I should be doing for the next couple months? What do you want? So I guess I won't ask you what you want to do because you're, you're trying to figure it out, but do you have any hobbies? Uh, I like to crochet. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Something just about the, the needlework and the, the string, but I want to do that for me, not for any kind of uh, commercial enterprise. What's something you crochet that you're most proud of? Mm, a tea cozy. Wait, what's a tea? What is that? Um, it's like a little, uh, I guess, knit plate that you put underneath a tea kettle. And I don't have one. And they're outdated. I just, they're pretty easy to make. And uh, <laughs> I nailed it. That's, that's the creation you're most proud of? Y- yeah, it's the one that definitely looks like what it should be. okay well and but you don't want to make money from that you don't want to like go into Uh, not really Uh, part of me goes i know that i couldn't you know it's uh i'm I'm not there (laughs) yet Uh, got it i don't want to but i i don't know i i've been thinking about getting back into uh to showbiz really yeah after my last appearance on the podcast i was sort of uh Rethinking things. Has your, you know, with all, I mean, we obviously have so many, so many listeners to this, you know, we reach so all corners of the earth. Has, have people recognized you from the podcast at all? I've been getting a lot of um, DMs and messages on Instagram about it. Really? What, uh, have, man, DMs on Instagram, those can be um, tricky. Yeah, apparently. Don't click on the links. 
Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's a scam. I get a lot of like, uh, boost your followers, click this link. Uh, yeah. I come into my private chat room. Uh, Send your nudes. Yeah, that kind of stuff, which is very misleading. Maybe I should get back on Instagram. It's just, I, I, whenever I, I used it before, like, every time I go to like search for people, it like always pulls up like the sexiest people for some reason. And, and then my, my girlfriend thought that I was like looking up sexy people, but I'm like, I'm not, I'm telling you, I don't, I don't know why that's what it suggests. Cause if you look at like the suggestions and all the like, Oh, look yeah. at these people. It's like the sexiest of like girls pushing up their boobies and like yeah. guys with like the little V spot. And it's just like, I'm like, I'm not searching these people. I don't know why these people pop up on my phone. Yeah. Well, just gets me in trouble. well, what you need to do is take her phone, get, look at her Instagram and see what she's searching. <laughs> Th- that way you can align your searches more to be uh, more favorable. Favorable. Mm-hmm. It's probably just you a bunch of cat videos. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys think that that's a legitimate reason? Okay, John Wayne, hypothetically. Yeah. You're on her phone mm-hmm. and, you know, she's like. I can't get on her phone. But okay. Okay, so hypothetically, if you were somehow looking at her access, you know, her Instagram and you go to her explore page and yeah, there's a bunch of like half naked dudes and chicks, you know, would that, how would you feel? Would you assume anything based on their Instagram behavior? Knowing her as I do now. Okay. That's, that's probably <laughs> that's, that's a typical girlfriend. Okay. Know? Let's, let's go like early in a relationship. Yeah. And I find that something to like get upset about. When I was younger, I probably would, but like now, I obviously I wouldn't. I think there's, I think there's a form of like when you're, I don't know. When I was younger, I was more jealous and more like, no, ooh, what are you doing, looking? And then, as an adult, at least from the terminology <laughs> over a certain age, I guess, I feel like I've come to the point where I'm like. You know what? Yeah, there's better, better looking people out there than me. If you want to look, go for it. That's fine. It's okay. You do you. Wow, that's really mature. Yeah, but if I caught you with that motherfucker, I'm right. gonna cut his dick right. off. Right. There's definitely, there's definitely. This person has died. Text message coming their way. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm texting her from his phone saying, "Hey, I, I just died. I got my dick cut off. Don't ever message me ever again." Or you could text her, you up, and see what your response. No, I would lose my shit. I might murder her after that. You up? Yeah, come over and give me that big dick, daddy. Oh, hell no. This is all hypothetical, by the way. Yes, of course. It's all hypothetical. I would never do that. But I love your attention to detail. Yeah, for our listeners, those last couple sounds were uh, shoveling sounds. So, <laughs> what, do you, what else would it be? I wasn't sure. What can I ask? What happened with your uh, roommate situation? If it's not too delicate. Well, yeah, she's gone. She left. The Earth, or? Oh no no no! She um, she had an amazing opportunity at a organ school. Learning, she wants to perfect her craft of playing the organ. She really really wanted to get into that, and so she took that opportunity. It's been a little bit um, strange living alone because she used to jump scare me constantly. And so I find myself, even now, I mentally, I know that she's gone, but I still find myself tiptoeing around the corners and, you know, double checking dark rooms and dark hallways because, I don't know, I'm just afraid she's just going to pop out. Even though, again, intellectually, I know that she's gone. 
she has sort of you know trained me yeah to be she's scared. a very effective bully i i respect that yeah she she knew what she was mm-hmm. doing so i will forever be cautious walking around a corner yeah this is our first so yeah this is our first episode after uh after bessie has left and i thought this is an interesting one because today we're doing book two, chapter nine. Uh, where are you now? And I got to say, I definitely have been thinking about these words since I no longer have a roommate. Yeah. And I can definitely, I mean, it's pretty straightforward calling out your name. Your face is everywhere. I'm reaching out to you to find you're not there. I mean, that's literally what life has been like without Bessie. Because every time I hear a weird noise, I swear it's her. Yeah. You know, trying to sneak up on me. Um, I see her everywhere. You know, I'm reaching out into these dark corners, knowing someone's there. She used to. She used to. She used to get dressed up in garbage bags. Like she would put on a garbage bag. And like be in the pile of the garbage. And then when I would walk by, she would jump out and scare me. Just always different ways of scaring me. Wow. I, uh, I admire her creativity. Yeah. And commitment. There were times where she would be underneath my bed. I mean, I don't have a lot of fears. But walking up to my bed and having someone reach out and grab my ankle from under my bed <laughs> is probably my worst nightmare. <laughs> So now because of her, I always have to check under my bed and I'm a grown man. I can see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. I see you doing that. It's important that <laughs> it's important though that you don't ever stop. You maintain right. you know why? because one day it will happen. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be the time that I don't do it. Yeah. But what happens when you look down there and you do see someone? That <laughs> Then you'll like never want to look under it. I'm not mentally prepared for that. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you basically have these words where she continues on. You know, I wake up every night to see the state I'm in. I never seem to win, you know. But she's got, she's saying, I can't go on as long as I believe. I can't let go when I keep wondering, where are you now? What have you found? Where's your heart when I'm not around? Where are you now? You got to let me know, oh baby, so I can let you go. God, it's so weird how these. You know, I'm reading. I'm reading these words, and they're reminding me. I can hear your voice, the ring of yesterday. It seems so close to me, but yet so far away. Like legit, I'm having flashbacks to when I thought Justin was dead. Like all of the emotion that I was feeling. Well, you need see. The, go ahead. Sorry, I was just going to say were these words. Well, and then to now be flipped. Oh, well, see, I was going to say, I, it's very similar. Like, obviously this is, this is, uh, about loss. <laughs> Brittany's talking about loss here. And then I had the same thought where I'm like, well, this isn't like a permanent, this is, this isn't like they died. Although uh, some of this can be construed as like someone very similar if someone passed away as well, but I think in the lyrics where she says, where are you now? Like she's basing that, like this person is, she's lost someone, but they're still alive. Mm. Because I think there's a difference between losing someone permanently. And, and I don't know which one they might hurt the same or one might hurt more to be able to know that someone's gone and you'll never be able to like see them or hear their voice again to the fact that, you've lost someone and you'll never be able to hear their voice again. And that's either your fault and to know that they're still out there and someone else gets to hear their voice. Oh, yeah. What's worse? Like you like physically can't talk to somebody or circumstantially can't, what would hurt more? I think sometimes I'd be more annoyed at the person who's still here that you couldn't talk to. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think well, it depends how the relationship ended. Yeah. Like if but you isn't fucked it... up. What? Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, if you messed up and like this person, you're just absolutely in love with this person, but you just 
like maybe you weren't doing one thing or something happened. I'm trying to think of what could have happened. But like you messed up or something. Like maybe you looked at Instagram too much and you were looking at girls in tank tops with their nipples showing. And she just had it. And she's like, you know what? I'm tired of this. I'm out of here. To know that you would never be able to be with this person. And she just moves across the state or a different country and doesn't want to have anything to do with you. What if she moved? But you were like, what if she moved across the street? <laughs> I think that would be easier to hear her voice. At least you know where she is. But what if she doesn't acknowledge you or talk to you or have anything to do with you? Wouldn't it just be sort of like... <laughs> That'd be hilarious, though, if someone lived across the street and just ignored yeah. you every day. Hey, Susan! I feel like that's the plot of a like a like a sitcom, you know? Or a horror movie. It's a... From the stalker's perspective. (laughs) Now, Aaron, is it true? Because I've heard that this is a favorite chapter of Bounty Hunters. I mean, you've got, you know, hey, I'm calling out your name. I'm trying to reach out to you. You're not there. Where are you now? It used to have that association. Uh, It's like it's frustrating. And it seemed easy enough. I mean... Again, like you look on Instagram and they make it look so easy. Like just show up at the house and and get the reward. Uh, Yeah. In reality, man, uh, people lie. Uh, You know, are you so-and-so? And And they'll just be like, no. Drive back out another four hours. Turns out it was the person. Uh, You're that easily fooled? I'm a trusting guy. So maybe bounty hunting wasn't the best. Yeah, I don't like the deceit involved. I tried to be an honest bounty hunter. I mean, I... I feel like that sounds like you'd be a terrible bounty hunter. Yeah. Well, that's... I feel like the best bounty hunters would be the deceitful ones. That turns out to be more true than not. (laughs) Hey, I'm here to, to change your plumbing, fix your plumbing. Yeah, sure. Come on in. Yeah, but it was more smooth than that. I rehearsed a lot. My, uh, oh, I bet yeah. you did, yeah. So you went in with a plan versus sort of winging it. Sometimes you would wing it. Like, you just have to chase somebody down. Uh, well, only the men. Um, I didn't feel comfortable chasing women down. Uh, hmm. You never know what's going to give you, but it's... Yeah, I don't know. You get put in a very weird ethical place. Like... Do you do the wrong thing in order to do the right thing? Hmm. Quandaries, quandaries, quandaries. Do you lie in order to get your bounty? Do you take your partner's phone and text his old friend that you're dead? Or that your partner's, you know, ethical quandaries left and right, you know? Do you scare your roommate constantly to the point that even after you left... He's shaken to his core, you know, who knows? John Wayne, do you have any ethical quandaries? Ethical quandaries? (laughs) Or non-ethical quandaries. How have you been doing, John Wayne? Uh, I've been under the weather. Uh Uh-oh. What kind? I don't think it's the virus, if that's what you're okay. suggesting. Okay, good. Do you have a test to prove it? No, because that means I'd have to leave the library to do it. No, I feel like doing that. Hmm. Have you left the library at all? When was the last time you left the library, I guess? I don't leave the library. I have no reason to. I you think have... the last time I did was we went and played hide and seek. Wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I know. Natalie's happy. Does she ever leave or does she want to leave? How does she feel about being a homebody? She goes to the store sometimes. Ah, she's the one that picks up the food? Yeah, or I'll just have it delivered. Someone delivers the cat food. Interesting. Yeah, you know. Are you still on the same... Actually... With the cat food, do you ever try different brands, or do you? Are you just the type of person that I just go for I the cheap one? Oh, okay. Take it like brand doesn't really matter as long as it's cheap. 
take advantage right. of sales and stuff. Is it dry or wet? Yeah. They try to cut out the coupons. Yeah. What'd you say? Do you prefer dry or wet? Ew, definitely dry. Wet cat food? It feels like wet cat food would be like more re- more like human food because it would be like... Dry cat food's like basically like cereal. You add a little milk to that shit and it's like, yeah, good cereal. Cat food, like savory cereal. Got it. Wet cat food, you're like, what am I eating? Yeah, it's not like it's ground up stuff. It's like chunks of Pate. meat. It depends what you get. A lot of times it's like, it looks like tuna, but that ain't tuna. Why wouldn't you just give them tuna? Well, if it's, yeah, if, if it's a pate though, can't you just... I don't know what like, that is. What's pate? Like ground up, you know. Why do you gotta use fancy words to say ground up? Like spam. Ew. Actually, I don't mind spam. It's pretty cheap. Not as cheap as cat food over a certain... You know, the back in bulk is obviously cheaper. Right. Okay. And then you just scoop it out, put pour some milk on it. What kind of milk do you yeah, use? If I have milk, a lot of times I just eat it as a snack. Oh man. So you just nibble on that all day? Yeah. What does Natalie eat? Eh, she tries to cat food, but you know, so we have separate funds. So she does her own thing. She eats whatever she wants. Mostly just like sweets. So am I? Are you? Am I assuming that you just let her spend her own money and then mm-hmm. you sacrifice by eating cat food? Yeah, I mean, we're not in a relationship where we share funds at this point. It's not that serious. You know this 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 chapter also has another connotation. It's about someone who actually they weren't even with. Like, it could be construed as someone who they really like they really liked might even loved but they never actually had to have a thing like mm. like two two lovers that were like really into each other and then like one moves away like mm. goes to college or has to move across the country it also has that connotation because it's like at one point in the chapter it talks about you know i never got a chance Can't, oh, can't let go when I keep wondering. Mm. Wondering about what, how it could have been? Yeah. Like maybe they used to spend all this time together as friends, but they really wanted something more, but they couldn't. Maybe one of them was married. I don't know. Have you guys ever experienced that? Have you guys ever had sort of an unrequited thing where someone does not like you back or, or they don't know you exist and you are pining away for them? Yeah, of course. I think everyone. Yeah. But sometimes. But I think we also. I was gonna say I think we also build people up sometimes. Correct. I think it's kind of common when you're younger. You know, like you, yeah. you have this unrequited okay. fascination with somebody that you convince yourself could be love or something deeper, but you because yeah. you're kind of seeing them for the person you want them to be, uh, yeah. not for who they are. <laughs> yeah like i said i when i was younger i remember i remember someone specifically where i was like oh yeah our, we should be together type scenario like you're the one for me and then you know obviously we went our separate ways and then you know later now i, I can look and see and she's obviously happy and then i'm obviously happy but i'm like you know things could have been different but i always have that idea is like you know what? That was just me, young me being naive. I'm like, mm. for all I know, like, what did we really have in common? Yeah. Like, maybe it would have been those things like you like have like three happy months. And then after that, it just goes, you just find out something about them, like that they support someone politically that you don't believe in. And then you're like, oh, yeah, this isn't going <laughs> to work out. Yeah. Politics, religion, or she's not, let's say, let's say Aaron, let's say for instance, you meet a guy, perfect guy, great guy, three months, best sex, does everything, brings you sweets and treats and all sorts of stuff. Like just treats you like a prince. And then all of a sudden you find out this guy is into the Backstreet Boys. That's a tough one. How do you deal? How do you deal with that? 
Do you think that's doable? Someone that believes in different religion? Maybe? You know, I don't think I can do it. You know, I really don't because if someone is going to basically believe in something that is just so antithetical to what I believe, I, nah, nah, son, I can't. And it's funny how sometimes it happens where you're friends with someone or you're seeing someone and you'll see little, you know, you'll see little, for example, you might see like, oh, they liked, you know, cause one of the back, you know, one of the backstreet boys might have sons and daughters that are kind of caught up in maybe criminal behavior, mm. you know, or unethical behavior. And all of a sudden, well, that's the only kind of behavior that they're engaged in. <laughs> yeah. And then someone that you like is like liking their Instagram posts or following them on other forms of social media. And then occasionally you'll be having a conversation and one of their talking points is like, well, yeah, but they kind of have a point. And it's like, wait, back up. Let's have a conversation about this. Yeah, I don't know if I could do that, honestly. Are you uncomfortable with having the conversation or the fact, like, do you think like they should just be, there's, there are certain definitives for you that like even, even conversation is sort of a signal of uh, you're not on, you guys are not in the same place. Okay. Believing in the Backstreet Boys is there are just things about them and their beliefs that are sort of a no brainer. And so to even have you engage with those thoughts means that there's just, it feels like you've gone past the point of no return Mm. conversationally, Mm. you know, and it's not even like it was maybe a long time ago where some of their thoughts were just kind of kooky or, you know, um, kind of on the fringe. No, now we know that it's garbage. True. And so if you're trading in those ideas, I'm no, that, that would, so to answer your question, John, when, yeah, that would probably be a deal breaker. They would, they probably think that about Brittany and her religion now, you know, which I mean, it's, and the irony is, is in that situation, my affection for Brittany and my belief system in Brittany is not, I'm not shy about that. I'm not, you know, I'm very public, obviously known for being pro Brittany. And so, yeah, that would be even more strange. Um, yeah. But I also find it interesting with, for example, the Backstreet Boys, where some people try to say, like in your situation, I don't, I feel like John Wayne, that would almost be a hypothetical because I'm finding it more and more where people are being like not shy about their affection for the Backstreet Boys. You know, there's no longer this idea of like, Oh, the Backstreet Boys, you know, they're, they're like keeping it to themselves. Yeah, they're not hiding they're like in hiding fear in- anymore. Yeah. No, they're not. They're just out there, you know, quit playing games with my heart and all of their nonsense. You know, well, I want it. That way. What do you want that way? Yeah. Those words don't even make any it's sense. Selfish. I think, I think people have gotten more comfortable, uh, in life, um, like I think we've progressed far enough where we can be accepting of other people's religions at this point. Uh, I think obviously there's still people still clash on the ideals, but I think we've been, we've become more accepting just like of all colors and forms of people. No, we are definitely a much, uh, yeah, no, the world is a much different place than it was during the garbage dump shit show of, you know, 2000 years yeah. ago. But I feel like we've been all over the place, which is great because I feel like we're all. Well, the the whole thing about this chapter is it can it's applicable to many situations about like somebody that you're thinking about, whether it's romantic or aspirational. Uh, and you just thinking hmm. about it, like, where are you now? What are you doing? What have you found? Where is your heart? When I'm not around. Yeah, Justin, where are you at, Justin? Obviously not dead. Obviously not in a grave. Right. 
And it's almost needing just that answer of where is this person so I can let go. It's almost like, you know, she wants that person to be there, to look into their eyes, to turn around and be like, no, nah, you're not for me. Aaron wants to know where he is just so he can actually murder him. Well, what I would do is I'd hire a bounty hunter, maybe um, a better. Well, you could give me a referral. Bounty hunters don't kill. They don't kill. They're not assassins. Well, I mean, there are some dead, dead or alive warrants, but <laughs> I don't know if I'd want you to actually kill him, though. I feel like I'd want oh. you to walk up to him, tap him on the shoulder. He turns around. Oh, we're talking about like you just not. Okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're talking about. <laughs> The whole 10 names things gets confusing. Uh, yes, oh, I, I tell you what, I, w I would do that for you. I will, I could look this person up. I need some closure mm -hmm. and not in the kind of like, hey, you know, I want to let you know how, no, the no one I that want feels you to walk good, up to him. You know? Yeah, tap him on the shoulder. He's going to turn around and you're going to say, hey, this is from Aaron. <laughs> you know, Aaron. The guy who made your toe curl, toes curl all the time, and then you're just gonna give him the biggest finger, like flip him yeah. off. That's what's oh, my question. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you you can improvise in, at the time, whatever you feel like. But really, <laughs> look, I'm just a vessel I, for the message. You know, tell me what you I, want, and I'll send it. <laughs> I really thought you were gonna tell him. You tap him on the shoulder. He turns around and you say, "Hey." Aaron's dead. Would you like to come to reception? <laughs> you know what? Let's keep that as a plan okay. B. Um, or actually as a plan C, you could go up, tap him on the shoulder and say, hey, this is from Aaron. You up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like John Wayne's better. Um yeah, let's work on that because honestly, I feel like I am reading these words with Bessie. I feel like it's a longing of like, oh, I miss you. But when I read these words about Justin, oh, gee, Justin, it's like, where are you now, asshole? You know? Mm. And God, it's, it's so weird how just in a matter of a few weeks, I can go from being so upset, you know, and I write a letter that I'm never going to send explaining how much I'm going to miss him and I'm really sorry. And if there was something I could have done to like, man, fuck you. It's true. Well, you are the owner of your own closure. And, and I just want to put this out there for anyone that's listening, especially if you've made it this far. I'm not upset that he wanted to end things with me. I'm not upset that mm. he was happy with his partner. That's not why I'm upset. I'm upset that he pretended to be dead in order to stop communication with me, you know? And doing but, such right, and no. doing such a lazy job of it. If you're gonna do yeah. that, like follow through or you know, make it so it's believable. I don't know. I, I suspect he's alive. I suspect they're you know. So yeah, let's let's. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna hire you. Okay. I, if you could do this one last mission. Okay. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll talk offline, and we will um, get some, and I will get a resolution. Okay. Cool. Um, well, we're ending this episode on a good, on a good note there. <laughs> Nothing like that. Yeah. Revenge. It's wonderful. Yeah. John Wayne, how, what about you? How did you, how did you, uh, what are you taking away from today? That's a good question. What am I taking away from today? That... I guess that it's okay to wonder about, you know, the past. It's okay to wonder about what could have been, but to be content that that doesn't really matter and that you shouldn't fret on it too much because it's the past is the past or that is a different path that you didn't go down and this is the path that you took and to be content with this path and to be happy with it and to be excited for what this path will bring you or what, other paths, this path will open up. Mm. Okay. Like I've had people tell me like, I, I don't want to talk to you again, or I don't, they don't want to keep up the relationship. And I mean, it hurts, but then now I'm just like, well, all right. 
why? But no one's ever said, hey, this is so-and-so's friend. He went on a one-man plane trip around the world and disappeared. We've never heard from him again. Did you want to come to the service? I, That's never happened? No, 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 no. I'll, I will be prepared okay. now for in, just in case it does, you know? <laughs> I should, I should, I should do that with my girlfriend right now to see what happens. You might not like the result. You might not like the results. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she's just, she's just upstairs, so it might have a different effect when she runs down here and sees me like with the phone. Like, <laughs> what if she doesn't right. do that? What if it's like celebratory or just nothing? She is? starts, she starts celebrating. Right. All of a sudden, you start hearing work. You start hearing songs and loud dancing. Yeah. Right. No, I yes. I think I'm going to do the best of both worlds here. Yeah, I think we're going to do John Wayne's idea and have you – I'm going to hire you to bounty hunt mm. this guy, but then you're going to tap him on the shoulder and then you're going to – yeah, and tell him that I died, that there's a service. You should and... make it more realistic this time though. You should actually come up with a flyer for huh. the service and have okay. him hand it to him. Like make it real. Like – and like even, he left, he even, left you something in his will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he can come to the library, and I'll be the guy, and I'll tell him, I'll be like, yeah, he left you this, and then I'll bring out a box, and then inside the box is a piece of shit. <laughs> I we're workshopping this. I'm liking it. I'm liking where this is headed. Um, okay. I, I, I'm really enjoying this. I, okay. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Aaron, we'll talk about mm -hmm. that offline and we'll get, we'll get an update. You'll come back, tell us how it's going. Um, well, Hey everybody, I feel like this was a strong episode. I'm excited to hear from you to hear, uh, your thoughts. Tell us, you know, have you ever been in a situation where, you know, someone pretended they were dead because they didn't want to talk to you or, more broadly. Have you faked your own death you know, to get out of talking to somebody? That is someone that I want to hear from. Okay. That is someone I want to hear from. Um, but yeah, let us know your thoughts. I hope everybody is doing well. Aaron, thank you for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Your insight was on par as usual. Just par, just completely average. <laughs> Sounds about right. I don't do great with metaphors. John Wayne. Yes. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, as always. Everybody, send good thoughts to John Wayne. He's not feeling well. And, you know, let's get him good wishes so that way he can be up and at him again. Mm. And, uh, and going on his book. We're very excited. AJ, here we go. And... Everybody, do well. We love you. Brittany loves you. And we'll talk to you next week. Take care, everybody. Bye.